0: Popcorn I'm ready I'm here so I won't get fine it's about
1: the stupid I gotta say it's the stupidest thing in sports now what get your big butt out of here what's up everyone welcome to the fantasy guides podcast brought to you by shop I'm former player and current Devi analyst Jesse Preston and I am joined tonight by the owner and operator of fantasy guides Stephen Rippy and his younger brother, fellow Fantasy Guides contributor, and local Denver comedian, Casey Rippey. We're recording this on Monday night, December 26th. We've got the Chargers at Indy going on in the background, and it looks like a riveting 13-3 to 3 game right now. <laughs> Am I missing anything in this game, Casey?
0: Uh, not that I know of.
1: <laughs> Steve? No, I, know. Any, no
2: I listen, this week... I think we can, maybe we can all agree. I probably watched the least amount of football this weekend than any week this season, just because of when the games were, kids off, Christmas break, it was just harder to get the games in. So I've been spending the basically the entire afternoon trying to recap everything that happened. So <laughs> <laughs> so trying to get it all in, trying to get in all the data has been has been a little bit difficult i think as you can all agree when your mm-hmm. little kids are home it's hard to get a ton <laughs> of stuff done but i've been trying my best i've basically for the last four hours been cramming for uh for this podcast you yeah
0: guys. i'm oh, in I'm the side boat to- i i didn't watch uh boy i didn't watch any football this weekend which yeah. is the first this year and uh i just kept every once in a while <laughs> i check in on because i'm playing jesse in our dynasty playoffs <clears> and i I just check in on the stats and it was just depressing. I was in a good mood other than that. So I, I didn't want to keep looking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I did the, I did the red zone channel all day sa- or for the, the early games on Saturday. So I got a lot of, of those in, but I fortunately did not watch the Broncos game on Christmas day. Uh, <laughs> that it would have ruined my Christmas. So I was able to avoid, <laughs> avoid that travesty. How about you, yeah, Jesse?
1: I just had the Chris, I had the Christmas day stuff going on in the background. Um, but then it was like right when the Broncos were going on is when we started doing presents and we kind of shut it down. And then my brother in law <laughs> just kept going up. Oh, Russell Wilson just threw another interception, <laughs> and so I kind of I kind of knew just by what he was bringing uh, from his phone to the table that I, I didn't need to turn it back on. So I just don't no. I didn't bother turning it back on. And and uh, sounds like I didn't miss much there either. So I
2: I saw Matthew Barry tweeted um, the. The, just retweeted what happened in that trade for Russell Wilson, what we gave up. And I was like, on Christmas day,
0: we got to, <laughs> really? we got to tweet
2: that, you know, and if, you know, it's more than I remembered, which made it worse. Mm. You know, like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Forgot about th- those players and those picks. So I was like, couldn't have waited till I don't know, the 26th at the very so least. Jesse to put that out.
1: Jesse, why you, why you got to bring up old stuff, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have a, uh, you're telling me you have a brother-in-law who checks in on the Broncos game, games during uh, presents unwrapping. Why, why wasn't this guy invited to our league? Seems um, like he might be interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we well, have, have an open have spot <laughs>
1: opening. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I'm glad you crammed Stephen, Cause I, I do, I need some information. I'm, I'm going to two different championship games. So this is going to be important podcast for me uh, just on a personal level to, to, hear what you have to break down and And if there's any moves I can make, if you found your way to this episode, thank you so much. We do want to involve you. Uh, listener questions do make up a part, a huge part of our content. If you want to reach out to us directly and DM them, DM us, the three of us are all on Instagram. Steven is of course at fantasy guides. And if you subscribe to his content, you get a whole bunch of additional content. Um, Casey and I are subscribers and it's been helping us out. Casey is at NFL cover zero. And I am at Debbie rookie watch. We have way less followers. So we're a little easier to reach, but uh, yeah, make sure you're subscribing to Steven's stuff. Um, I can tell you from personal experience that super, super helpful. So let's let's kick it off, Steven. Uh, I know you put out some stuff each week, some, some bold takes, hot takes. Uh, how'd Steve do this week?
2: Well, Jesse, first of all, before I get into that, um, my mom, I talked to her yesterday. We had a nice long conversation, uh, or sorry, not yesterday. No, no, yesterday. <laughs> I've already forgot when Christmas was yesterday <laughs> i uh I talked to her for an hour, you know, wish her Merry Christmas and everything. and I found out she is a subscriber so <laughs> knowing knowing this, you know i I have to be more o- o- aware of it, you know, I need to call her more often. It's just a reminder, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. think about those that you love, your loved ones, reach out to them from time to time, you know, just a reminder, but uh, I thought that was funny. um okay, how'd I do? Let's see here. Some starts that I had this week. Alvin Kamara against the Cleveland Browns. I thought he would score 20-plus points in this horrific weather conditions matchup. Uh, not so much because of the weather, although that played a part, but just that the matchup against Cleveland was so good. He didn't quite get there. He got 19 points, but overall, I think you're pretty happy if you started Kamara. And he- yeah, that's the crickets. Mm-hmm. And 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 he'd been on a on like a down a downtrend downward trend recently. So it was nice oh. to see him get back into the, uh, at least the double digits. Um, somebody who did not get into the double digits that I thought would was Raheem Mostert against the Packers. I thought he would rush for at least a hundred yards. He did not as Mike McDaniels went back to being aggravating and switching <laughs> up the running back rotation. Uh, he did actually average almost six yards per carry But why give him the ball more than eight times, you know, when you're having that kind of an average? He, I think, ended up with 48 rushing yards and only four fantasy points. So that that sucked for anybody that started him. I apologize. Uh, Now, I did say so when I put this out, I got word about the weather conditions and how they just kept getting worse and worse. So I may have pulled back a little bit on this. That's that's my bad for not realizing just how inclement the weather would be. In Chicago, I did say all the Bills wide receivers. I liked them in this matchup. I thought they all had a chance at scoring double-digit points. Only Gabe Davis scored double-digit points. Stephon Diggs, who you're not benching anyway, mind you, uh, but he did only manage four fantasy points. Uh, so it was a bad day all around for the Bills. So that was not a good prediction. Weather really had an impact this week. It was really there was guys I liked a lot more or didn't like as much, and it was it was just kind of hard to. You had to pivot, right, with some of these weather games. And this time of year always makes it tough. Um, one guy I was high on that did come through, D.J. Moore. I thought he'd score at least 15 fantasy points, and he scored 20 against the bad. Detroit
0: uh,
2: Garrett Wilson on Thursday Night Football. The weather wasn't too bad. I still liked him against a very beatable Jaguars uh, defense. I did not know that, Jesse, who's the guy that was playing quarterback for Jacksonville? Um, the small school guy,
1: not not Jackson. You're not talking about Jacksonville. I thought you're sorry about. That was, uh, for the Jets. Yeah, the Jets. Strevlar, um, Strevlar. Oh. He played. Uh, he played at. He transferred from some bigger school. I forgot to look that up, but he he played at uh, North Dakota or South Dakota for the South Dakota Coyotes, and uh. he was a beast in college. At, uh, but yeah, I wasn't at able to watch fate, that, that game. Fake college, yeah, <laughs> that's, a real, that's a real school. I swear, uh, he's better than Zach Wilson, though. He mm-hmm. just, if anybody's wondering, because mm-hmm. they benched him for him. So yeah, you guys were texting me. I wasn't able to watch that game, so I was like, really? Like I was kind of, I was surprised that they had gone to him. But uh, yeah, super interesting player. He's like Tim Tebow at the FCS level.
2: Yeah, something I did not want to project when thinking Garrett Wilson would have a a good game right (laughs) right. you don't want tim tebow or like Taysom hill like players throwing the football no and unfortunately i mean garrett wilson got the volume i'd hoped for he got targeted nine times um but he only secured one of those targets so he (laughs) he ended up with i believe four or five fantasy points so bad day for garrett wilson um i did say to start the tampa bay bucks running backs both of them I predicted they both score at least 14 fantasy points, and those guys did come through for me. Rashad White had 15 points. Leonard Fournette had 25. Yay! Very porous uh, Cardinals uh, run defense. And actually, part of the reason I liked them so much was the Cardinals have been giving up so many receptions, and both of them came through, I think, with 14 combined receptions. Um. Another one I thought that would do good was the Kansas city halfbacks. Um, I thought they'd both finished top 20. They did not finish top 20. They did. They just did kind of meh. They had their McKinnon had 13 points and Isaiah Pacheco ended up with 10. So meh, just kind of meh performances. Uh, and then another one I thought would do good was Kirk cousins. Um, I thought that he would uh, finish top five and you know what? I actually forgot to see where he ended up finishing in this one. <laughs> Uh, he, I know he
1: played well. He he had twenty four <laughs> yeah. or something like that.
2: That's one thing I forgot to put in the uh, show sheet was where he yeah. finished. I'm gu- I'm gonna look 21. it up on, look it up on the fly here, guys. Let's see okay. here. Hmm, it's, it's good when the internet's running slow for me. Uh, <laughs> QB six. I'll take it.
0: Hey. So this is the QB six. <laughs> you said you said top five. Right? I know.
2: I'm I'm taking it. <laughs> no that, no he didn't finish top five he didn't, but, uh, he didn't even cricket you
1: One no point off. that should have been at
2: least i know i listen case these are bold predictions but overall like w- were they a good start or were they not a good start i think that's more <laughs> what's the point of this segment hey, you know? listen
0: i control the buttons so i control yeah. how mm. it's interpreted
2: the narrative i control <laughs> the narrative yeah so i know. <laughs> So, you know, it was kind of a, a mixed bag this week. Some, some that hit, some that didn't. Um, wish I could have done better on some of these calls, but we'll try a little bit harder this week. Uh, let me go through some of my busts that I had this week. Now, uh, I did have some people message, well, these are busts because of the weather conditions. Well, that wasn't the only reason I picked these players. You know, when I was researching this stuff last week, middle of the week, I wasn't looking at the weather so much. I was just looking at the matchups. The weather kind of sealed the deal on some of these for me. Like, oh, it's a terrible matchup and the weather's bad. So some of these played into that. Uh, One of those was Deshaun Watson. Um, I thought he would finish outside the top 20 quarterbacks. He finished as the QB 20. So eh, I, I don't know what the quarterbacks are doing tonight. Hopefully hopefully they push him out of the top 20. So. Yeah, I, I
1: don't
0: think much. So. Maybe, maybe yeah. not with
1: that score you just mentioned.
0: Definitely not Nick Foles. He's definitely not making a run. Yeah.
1: I, I saw minus points the last time I looked at Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: Amari Cooper, I thought he would bust. I thought he'd score less than 10 points. He ended up scoring 13, which was actually his best game in like since Deshaun Watson has taken over. So it's just like, you just kind of throw your hands up in the air on that one. like, <laughs> Oh, in 60 mile per hour wins. Now he's getting it done. So, it's kind of what can you do?
0: That's funny.
2: Uh, uh, another one, though, I thought David Njoku would finish outside the top 12. He finishes the tight end 33. So that one I was correct about.
0: Yay! Uh,
2: Chris Olave, I thought he would score less than 10 points. He didn't play. So I got that one right. <laughs> you guys didn't <laughs> no. catch Yay! that? I just like no, to
0: keep on your heels. No,
2: he didn't He didn't play, so I'm not counting <laughs> I'm that one. Sorry. Um, he got ruled out after I had posted that. No. Uh, so the Jaguars wide receivers, I was not high on them this week when both of them had kind of been on fire, with Trevor Lawrence being on fire as of recently. My prediction was both would finish outside the top 24. Um, they finish as the wide receiver 56 and the wide receiver 81, Christian Kirk. Oh, that's... And-
0: that's a home run right
2: there. <laughs> yeah, Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. I had some people that were that saw this post after the fact and they were like, Why didn't I see this? And I was like, uh, sorry. Turn on those. I, I bro. listened
1: Yeah. I listened to the uh the flex. Listened. Hmm. I mean, I was on the flex and still started Zay Jones and got yelled at by Steven uh <laughs> later in the day. Oh, week.
2: that's right. That's right. I was um, like, Do you not yeah.
1: see it? Yeah, <laughs> I said not to start him. <laughs>
0: we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Eh, I still
1: I still moved on. I was able to win with a two point <laughs> performance from Zay Jones. But nice. I really, nice. really wish I would have played one of the other wide receivers on my bench.
0: Everything's yeah. coming up Millhouse for Jesse.
1: That's yep. right.
0: That's right. All
1: right. So this one went really bad, and people were not
2: shy to point it out. <laughs> I said that the Carolina halfbacks combined would combine for less than fifteen fantasy points. That being <laughs> That being Chuba Hubbard and Donta Foreman. Mm -hmm. And they did a little bit better than that, scoring 35 (laughs) combined points. Foreman, 25, and and Chuba Hubbard had 15. They rushed for a combined 290
1: yards against the Detroit Lions. Against a team that that completely shuts down the run normally. I posted
2: about it earlier in the week, since week eight. The Lions and playing some very good running backs had not given up more than nine fantasy points. And because, you know, because why? What? Why would they all of a sudden give up 300 rushing yards? So people were uh, people were quick to point that out. And, yeah, that was a huge miss on my part. Uh, let's see here. um, Who's next? OK, the Atlanta halfbacks, I said they would score less than 10 points, each of them. It kind of half hit. Tyler Algier actually ended up with 15 fantasy points. Uh, Cordero Patterson ended up with just four. So kind of a mixed bag there. Um, And then Brian Robinson, uh, he's been on fire recently, but playing that tough San Francisco 49ers defense, I thought he would get less than 50 rushing yards. Ended up getting 58 rushing yards, but he ended up with just 5.8 fantasy points. So that was a good call there. Uh, And then James Connor, (laughs) Uh, you know, I just you just can't count out James Conner. I I even said in my my post I said you can't bench Conner due to his very high snap share. But I do expect a down game from him. Um, well, he didn't have that down game. He had twenty five fantasy points, so Ooh, mm-hmm. he he proved me wrong. Had a great game. Hey, thanks
0: thanks for telling people not to get him out of their lineups. So. Though
2: <laughs> I just I just <laughs> listen. Not all of this is just like absolute sit. You know, a lot of this mm-hmm. can be used for DFS. So you know. But at the same time, you don't expect them to do that that good when you think they're going to put up less than 12 points to see them score 25. That was a big miss on my part. Uh. Excuse me. Okay. And then my worst miss, the worst one of the week, and I'm going to apologize to anybody for this. I, I take <laughs> – nope. Thank you, Casey. I take no pride in this. This is, a, this is a huge downer for me. I'm really bummed about it. I said – this is quote verbatim from me. Adam Thielen is a perfect pivot play for a wide receiver like Amari Cooper in a bad weather game. Giants are top 10 in receptions, yards, and fantasy points allowed to the wide receiver position since week nine. Adam Thielen had one reception for six Mm -hmm. yards.
1: Mm -hmm. You son of a bitch.
0: You no good damn
1: that's about what the response is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steven got it. He, he, Steven, he never does this, but he, he, he went ahead and forwarded us some DMS just to show us. And uh, there was some colorful language. Yeah, it, wasn't it, it wasn't was, nice. They were burning <laughs> your Jersey out front of their house. Yeah, the, the, the they were not... fantasy guides swag <laughs> that they had previously purchased is now yeah. on fire.
0: Yeah, and when and when they unsubscribed, they hit the button so hard with their finger, <laughs> <laughs> with their middle finger. <laughs> now
2: here's the here's the fun part of being an analyst with this stuff. The, all you can do is look at numbers, you know, right. and look at and watch the games too. But you, we can't watch every game. This pointed mm-hmm. to Adam Thielen having a real good game, and uh, Kirk Cousins attempted almost fifty pass attempts. Oh T.J. Hawkinson caught thirteen <laughs> himself. <laughs> That's the problem, right there. There was the we've talked about the Cooper Cup uh, vortex, you know, the black mm-hmm. hole mm-hmm. that was TJ Hawkinson uh, in this Vikings game, man. The Him and Justin Hawkinson. Jefferson, they took all the targets. Um, now here's the thing: I will say, nobody, not one person. Well, no, sorry, one person did uh, commented prior to the game. This is a bad take. Not one. Well, except one. Sorry, one guy. Did. <laughs> <laughs> one guy said. Uh he said um eight points incoming. So even he was too high on Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, I had nobody comment that this was a bad take. Yet, as soon as it misses, you know, in the hundreds of, of people commenting, I do feel bad because I, I know there were people that benched Amari Cooper for Adam Thielen and that that might have cost him. So I, I, I do actually feel really bad about that. I did think it was a good move. Obviously, in hindsight, it was not. But you know, in hindsight, did anyone see the Carolina Panthers running back to yeah. rushing for 300 yards against the Lions? Yeah, um, yeah. Again, another one where nobody commented prior <laughs> to the <laughs> to the prediction. But after the fact, I, I did hear a lot from it. So listen, we're, we're trying our best here. We're just giving you the information as we see it doesn't always hit. But I do feel bad when they don't because I know the people that are following. We want them to win their leagues. We're rooting for you guys to win your league. So when it doesn't work out. I do feel bad about it, but yeah, those were some of my hits and misses from week, uh, 16 week, 17. I'm going to continue to, to dig even deeper and and really try to help you guys that are still in it. win it,
0: I just, I just want to say, if you're, um, reaching out to somebody who creates content on Christmas day, (laughs) um, maybe, (laughs) maybe before you hit the send button, think a little bit and go, you know what? It's Christmas. I'll wait till tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's funny
2: that you should say that because my response to every one of the the colorful, as Jesse likes to call it, colorful commentary was uh, Merry Christmas. That was my response to all
0: of them.
1: <laughs> Steven chose They, got, the exactly, high road. they
0: yeah. got exactly what they deserve for the words that they skewed Yeah. Up. yeah.
1: Yep. No, but Stephen Steven took the high road. I got a lot of respect for that. And, uh, you know, I used to want to be like him and have hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And then I was like. Oh, maybe I maybe I don't. want. Well, I can I can just live in uh relative mediocrity but, over listen, here. It has its pros, but it it, it also has its cons. Uh, well, I was I was cracking up. I just wrote Geez and LOL and then everybody else was trying to like console them and stuff. I was just like, hey, This is unbelievable. Hey,
2: I didn't send all of them. I just sent the few that came in no, I, shortly sure, after the
1: games. I'm sure there's more. That that's what was, yeah. made it really funny, but all right, man. Um, hey, Stephen, do you have for anybody going to a championship game like me in, in two leagues? Um, do you have any waivers out there? Anybody, any last minute go in your championship game quarterback would be great because I, <laughs> I, got, I got one league where I, I drafted Kyler Murray and Jimmy Garoppolo. So now I'm, I'm uh, now we uh, on the flex just to give Steven some credit. He said, yeah, Jay, Jay, uh, golf is not a bad play with what i had available and uh yeah golf carried me onto the championship game so yeah
2: three touchdown passes
1: yeah you got any um any waivers this week are you guys going to do a post or is it just are we yeah at we'll, do, point? There's no we'll do
2: we'll do a post about it again uh like we always do um yeah that'll come out tomorrow or today when people are listening to it um but i do have a quarterback for you you may have already added him but mike white uh they they found a doctor who would clear him <laughs> Of the multiple broken ribs. <laughs> uh, he works at a local vet clinic, but he was able to clear Mike White so that he can play versus Seattle to help you guys win your fantasy championship if you're in a situation like like Jesse. So, now Mike White, 17% owned, plays the Seahawks. Seattle's been pretty vulnerable as of recently. They've given up 26 points to Derek Carr and 20 to Brock Purdy recently, not to mention Patrick Mahomes putting up 28 versus them. Um, and he has in his previous two games, he had attempted 44 and 57 pass attempts. So he's, he's going to have a lot of volume. Garrett Wilson, I'm sure is gonna be extremely happy to have him back as, as are we. So yeah, Jesse, I think you could play Mike white this week, go add him, uh, running back. I think there's a pretty good one. Tyler Algier kind of dominated the touches for the Falcons again. He had, yeah, he had 18, uh, rushing attempts, 23 total opportunities And he plays a Cardinals team this week that I just talked about, Leonard Fournette and uh, Rashad White tearing it up up against them. Uh, So he's a great one. He's uh, he's available in half of the leagues currently. Um, DJ Chark available in half the leagues. He has 10 plus points in three out of his last four games Um, outside of that really windy game that they just played in Chicago versus Buffalo. Um, If you exclude that game, they're giving up the third most receiving yards and fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers uh, since week nine. So very beatable matchup for DJ Chark. Um, Zach Moss, is he doing anything tonight? Because I was he's still available in half the leagues. I'm guessing from the score, Jesse, that you just gave me, <laughs> Zach Moss might not be doing that much. I don't think any Colts um, has done anything, but. Eh, He's got eight fantasy points, 12 attempts, one target. He might he's the the reason I bring him up is the the Colts do have a beatable matchup against the Giants next week. So if you're super desperate, I I still think depending I got to research the game. Like we said, it's it's still going on right now. But I mean, he's got 12 attempts right now. It's not the worst thing. So if you're desperate, Zach Moss could make some sense against the Giants. And then um, Jahan Dotson. He has 3 straight games of at least 16 fantasy points. He's only available uh 23% owned right now. So he's widely available uh and he's going to have Carson Wentz probably throwing to him again. So I think Dotson is a great add this week for your
1: championship game. And you know, if you haven't listened to any of our Devi uh analysts uh, analysis is what I mean to say over the course of the year uh, or before the season even started, we were really high on Jahan Dotson really high on Tyler, Tyler Algier. And that's why, you know, you want to know about these players way back in during the draft. You want to know what's happening because here you are in the championship and knowing these rookies makes a big difference. So um, yeah, go add those guys. Love it. How about uh missing points, Steven, anybody that really jumped out at you this week? Well, you know,
2: I'm going to bring this one up because I know you love these ones, Jesse. I'm going to start <laughs> off with this one. C.D. Lamb. He couldn't Oof. haul in a nine-yard touchdown in the end zone. Bounced off his hands, then bounced off the defender. And then he had another shot at it off the ricochet, but couldn't pull it in. He only managed 34 fantasy mm. points. <laughs> he finished the week as the wide receiver one. But had he snagged that nine-yard <laughs> touchdown, he would have finished with 42 fantasy points and also... Remain the wide receiver one. It's the one thing I tell you not to do.
1: I will give you one rule about missing points, and you my just- show, my <laughs> show. <laughs> no,
2: just I just had to. Come oh, on, I had to. It was like our last, man. our last meaningful missing points of the week or of the it. season. Love it. Okay, another one. Christian Watson he fell down turning around uh, against the Dolphins on a would be walk in one yard touchdown, and then he had another overthrow by Rogers that would have been a. 37 yard touchdown Christian Watson has just been breaking hearts since like the first play of his season when he got targeted on that deep throw from Aaron Rodgers in week one mm-hmm. uh, he finished as the wide receiver 38 with 11 points could have finished as the wide receiver four for 28 points this one will hurt people yeah, yeah. That, that will cost people some championships for sure um Tony Pollard finishes the, the RB 15 could have been the RB 2 he was down at the one yard line on a rush and couldn't get his head around in time to haul in what would have been a walk in seven yard touchdown. Excuse me. Uh, Deshaun Watson. uh, Give it, give this guy the win. He played pretty well despite the win. I know he only finished as the QB 20, but I think considering he did okay. Amari Cooper dropped uh, what would have been a 12 yard touchdown reception. And then Donovan Peoples Jones and David and Joku both couldn't, couldn't haul in 15 yard touchdowns on the last drive of the game. He finishes the QB 20. Like I said, could have been the QB 9. Mm. Um. All right. DK Metcalf, one foot shy of hauling in an eight-yard touchdown in the back of the end zone. Finished with 15 points. Wide receiver 19. Could have finished with 24 and the wide receiver 7. He is going to be one of the leaders. I think we all know Justin Jefferson. He's in the stratosphere right now. of Missing points. <laughs> Nobody can touch him. But I think DK Metcalf's going to come in on a strong second place uh, as the season comes to an end. Uh, Amari Cooper, I just mentioned the touchdown that he dropped. Finishes the wide receiver twenty nine. Could have been the wide receiver nine. Uh, and then let's see here. Jamar Chase caught an eighteen yard touchdown pass, or but he went. Uh, sorry, he caught an eighteen yard pass along the sideline. Went out of bounds at the two yard line. Finishes the wide receiver twenty six with fourteen fantasy points. Could have been the wide receiver ten. And then the last one, Travis Etienne. Been a little bit of a frustrating season for him. He's also pretty high in the missing points. Uh, rankings so far this year stuffed at the one yard line on a rush making for a meh fantasy day for somebody who had 25 uh opportunities this week so yep those are the leaders this week next week we'll we'll put some more out but these are you know it'll be we'll do like one more for the season i don't know if we'll end up doing it for week 18 week 18 is kind of one of those it's after the fantasy season we'll probably still track them but it's just not as meaningful these are the these are the meaningful ones that are you know gonna make people look back and go, Oh,
1: I could have won it <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> for sure. All right. We're going to move on to Casey's NFL covered zero segment. This is actually sponsored by underdog fantasy. Super simple to get started. Just said to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and sign up with the promo code guide dog and underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. We even get a little kickback here over at the fantasy guides podcast. So again, that promo code is guide dog and if you sign up, we'll also throw in Fantasy Guide's MVP package, which is a $60 value, which gives us access to Stephen's Dynasty Guide, his Draft Guide, and his Season Guide. All right, Casey, what do you think? You ready to do? Uh, I Actually, Stephen, there was a little bit of like, I don't know if I'm going to do a Cover Zero. There was like hey, some it, arm, <laughs> arm twisting yeah. that had to happen. Yeah. <laughs> do we want to address this at all? Yeah, yeah I did. Sure. You know
0: what? Uh, go ahead, Case. Why don't you talk? Yeah. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but... Um... Sunday was Christmas um, mm-hmm. and on Christmas, Casey doesn't work. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and then the following day I I'm on kid duty. So, you know, mm. the chances of me writing a stellar, uh one-line joke while kids are around her are about as good as if I were kidless and had several hours to work on it. So not very good. You know oh, what case? I- Listen, I can't just, Oh, you know what? Sorry
2: followers that have been following all season it was Christmas like yeah none of us worked on Christmas either but you know what today's not Christmas and don't even try to act like you don't put these jokes together at the 12th the the 12 o'clock hour right before the can. podcast kicks off <laughs> I think, isn't it 11th hour
1: Casey
2: I think it's 11th hour. listen Jesse I make up stuff I make up words phrases all of fantasy advice don't don't get me started you know, uh, and there's another thing, Case, there's a lot of people who maybe they're out of it. They got knocked out of it this week and they just needed a good laugh today to yeah. get them through the misery. And you know what? No, no, I got kid duty today.
0: Well, <laughs> you, you, hey, you give those kids an iPad and you get to work. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to me uh, and to you guys, because I went ahead and I I put together something. It's going to be short, but um, we got some cover zero this week.
1: <laughs> That got a baby. Let's do it. Double wing
0: ride! Right. Ace! Damn, slow to play, middle linebacker, and dumb, and everything else. Hey, Sully, hope I never get back in. Now kicked off. It's picked up by Jim Marshall. who's running the wrong way. Marshall is running the wrong way. That ain't funny. Well, let's uh, start off in our neck of the woods and go to Denver, where Russell Wilson threw three interceptions in a 51-14 to loss to the 4-10 and Rams. It was the most uncomfortable I've seen, Russ, around Christmas since he was asked to rub that bunion on his grandma's heel back in 1989. <laughs> Did you guys get it? You don't have the sound bite? Uh, no, it's Christmas. There's no oh sound bites. Oh my lights. god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Steven was waiting waiting for the
0: sound. He was. Just so you know, Steven, no sound bites through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Another thing I noticed I used to have like a little intro
2: sounder for my missing points. You had like a trailer that you made for it. Where'd that go?
1: Oh, it's oh, still, still there. there. Oh, I There's just not just... give, give him time.
2: Uh... It hasn't, no... you know what, Jesse? It hasn't shown up in a few weeks now. And I didn't want to bring it up live on the podcast. But I'm but bringing it up anyway. now. But yeah, but now I'm doing it.
0: But yeah, that's interesting that you would bring that up, considering it's been on my playlist the entire time. It's just there's no breath in between Jesse asking if you have missing points and when you start the missing points. You just hit the button. You don't even have to interject. You just hit the button. We hear that. And then we stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it takes more than a wa- wolf howl to get you two to stop talking in the that's middle of a really, podcast. That's true. Uh, on to Walmart, where Nathaniel Hackett was fired. When asked why they waited so long to do so, Walmart upper management management responded, "We wanted to wait until Christmas, and then they laughed and laughed <laughs> until Unde- <laughs> he was fired after Christmas." <laughs> it is been. close enough. Under the offensive-minded Hackett, the Broncos ranked dead last in points per game at 15 and a half. According to Walmart reps, they have moved him out of the sports and entertainment section and said he's more than welcome to return to the team as a greeter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, oh God. You, Russell hey, you, Wilson... Hold on, I just Go got to say, Stephen, did you see the meme that I sent uh, to to the the Fantasy Guides team? when like, I don't even remember who it was. Somebody said, Hackett's been fired early, early Christmas or late Christmas present for you all or whatever. Did you see the meme mm-hmm. that I put on there?
2: No, I, I do remember. I think that that, that funny joke, the, the the early Christmas present you speak of, I think I added that
1: part, but let's see. <laughs> oh, that not was yours. That was yours. Okay. I did not no, see the meme. I did the, uh, so I did Frodo at the very end of Lord oh, of the yeah. Rings when he's all, it's over. It's done. <laughs> you know, like you know. He's, in, he's in, the volcano, oh, I, and they finally oh, destroyed the ring. Like, I, dude, this guy had to be fired. I had to, had to be fired. This,
0: there's when you're when you're an offensive minded coach, and you're the worst in the league at scoring points. You've got to go.
1: And yeah. and you've got the Vikings who are like nine and zero in games decided by one score or less, and the Broncos that are like zero and nine. And that just, that is coaching and that is game, game management. And it can't be just luck for, for O'Connell to be winning all of those and Hackett to be losing every (laughs) single one. And, and this team would be a playoff team if we were scoring, what is it, Casey, 18 points a game or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Maybe it needed to happen though. We needed this one bad season. So we
2: get Sean Payton. I Uh, saw you
1: getting excited about that. I saw, Mm -hmm. and I would, I would also be excited. We've Here seen one- Russell
2: Wilson be really good for his entire career prior to like this year. So I got to think it's not Wilson. It's got to be more Hackett.
0: One thing that was scary, though, is I saw that he was a- assembling a team and his defensive coordinator was Vic Fangio. So hey, he was
2: a good D coordinator.
0: That might be tough for him to convince <laughs> to be back with the Broncos. Though. I want Wade Phillips. Bring him back. <laughs> Well, meanwhile, Russell Wilson will remain the QB into next season with aspirations to ruin the career of whoever becomes head coach next. I'm hoping it's Jim Harbaugh because I really don't like the guy. Uh, (laughs) Russell Wilson and Zach Wilson not only have the same last name, they're also neighbors in the total QBR rankings department. Russell is currently 29th with a total QBR of 35, while Zach has a QBR rating of 37, which, ironically, is equal to the age of the last cougar he slayed.
1: (laughs) Speaking of Zach... Is a cougar 37? What's the age? When does it start? (laughs) I don't know if there's an official ranking,
2: is there? Does it depend on, like, is it just, like years older than the the, the male th- individual is it does it go by that i don't know i
0: think it is i think it's it's dependent on how much older they are than the person and i think it starts at 36 because you have to be double the age of an 18 year old but i don't like about this is i'm i'm just i just
2: start to feel really old when i think oh, of you- these things and you're referring to cougars and i used to think oh that's somebody older than me and now that's somebody much younger than me so i don't <laughs> mm, about you know. the same
1: age right? right around the same time yeah
0: Think about it this way, Stephen. There's a lot of people who had kids at the age of like 18 or 19 whose Mm -hmm. kids are now having kids. So technically, you're easily old enough to be a grandpa. It
1: sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It sucks.
0: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Zach Wilson, he has been demoted to the NFI or not fit idiot list, thus placing him behind the likes of Joe Flacco and Mike White and that other guy you mentioned from uh, South Dakota. Yeah. (laughs) You know what's,
2: uh, what? Oh, sorry. Case, no, finish. go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, watching that game, I was like, what's Joe Flacco even doing on the team? Like, <laughs> they, like Mike White's got broken ribs. They don't want Zach Wilson in the team. What is Joe Flacco even doing there? Like, I, I don't they know. Cut him. I thought he was gone. I didn't even know. No, he was no, no, there. no.
0: He's still there. Just He's hanging still out, there huh? just
2: watching, getting probably paid a lot of money to watch. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway. I hear that every time Zach Wilson gets benched, Elijah Moore gets uh, gets his wings.
1: <laughs> Clap Talk if you somebody. believe
2: Stephen in, in Elijah I, Moore. Clap. I talked to somebody the other day that said they'd never seen it's a wonderful life, and I was like, I don't even yeah. know what to make of that.
0: Yeah, that that person can't be your friend. <laughs> Well, on to frigid Cleveland, where the Saints beat the Browns in the coldest game to ever be played in Cleveland, as the temp was six degrees with a wind chill of negative 17 degrees and oh, a feels like temperature of goddamn it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> During the broadcast, players could be seen shivering worse than team massage therapists after a Deshaun Watson appointment. <laughs> That's pretty good. Come on, Stephen.
1: Hey. Hey. Hey.
2: I gave him, I gave him the seeds for that joke. When he <laughs> sent that, re- like that when he sent that ridiculous message, hey guys, are we you know are we doing the podcast today? And I was like, what do you mean, are we doing the podcast? I sent him some seeds for that joke. Okay. Hey, okay.
0: I don't appreciate <laughs> you giving me the voice of some loser uncle of yours being like, hey guys, I just woke up. Ugh. Are we doing the podcast today.
1: <laughs> That's how I interpreted oh, that text. You're just, the, you're a loser, Uncle of Kiefer, not Stephen. <laughs> Thanks for keeping the loser. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to say the loser part. Did I say that again? <laughs> Did I say that oh, wow. Wait, Jesse. You
2: know, sometimes. You, you, the truth just comes out, you yeah. know? Oops. That was my <laughs> Hey Kiefer. Mom. When
0: you turn 18, I'll buy you your first beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kies, we're, just giving, we're just giving you some good old fashioned oh, hard times. I love it. Mm, yep, I love yep. it. Uh, well, the saints would go on to win the game, thus keeping their playoffs. Hope hopes alive because the South is as bad at winning football games as they are at offering gluten-free meat, menu meat. <laughs> That one came out clear. Gluten-free menu items. Jesus! (laughs) Nailed it. Score. Uh, The Carolina Panthers, as we mentioned earlier, rushed for more than 300 yards against the Detroit Lions on Sunday, with Deontay Foreman averaging 7.9 yards per carry and Chuba Chuba Hubbard averaging 10.4 yards per carry on 12 carries. Meanwhile... Leading the Lions in rushing was none other than Jared Goff with fifteen rushing yards on five attempts. Oh sorry, three attempts. So so there's that. Some of these some of some, some of these are
2: just words. <laughs> yeah, there's no joke there. But uh <laughs> sometimes you just get your butt kicked, right, Jesse? Sometimes yeah. all the data you look at mm-hmm. it just doesn't matter. And that's just what happened to the Lions, as uh, their head coach said. I think he said they got their asses kicked. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was actually congratulatory to the, like, I don't know if it was offensive coordinator or the running running backs coach, but he was like, nice job. That was an ass kicking. So, hey, <laughs> sometimes it just happens.
0: Yeah. And uh, to sign off, let's just, uh, this one's not a joke. Let's just. Give a shout out to the what the fantasy news of Cam Akers and Tyler Higby scoring a combined 64 points this week. Just insanity.
2: Mm, yeah, yeah.
0: That I'm
2: I'm gonna say that's a Bronco game I'm glad I missed. I gotta say.
0: <laughs> it felt like a Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, it felt like one of those Super Bowls the Broncos participated in during my childhood. And I'd like to forget those as well as this uh the christmas present that the broncos gave to the los angeles rams hey i'm well, going to take is, this
1: i going to take this moment though to just uh you know you could be the vikings or the bills and had mm. have never rebounded from losing yeah. four super bowls to actually win some other ones so it's true. i still it's true. i'm i'm still waiting for the vikings and the bills i i kind of think you know let's let's get them into the super bowl so at least one fan base gets to go home happy for yeah, sure, but you sure. you know how they say
0: Detroit has been rebuilding since what 1960 or whatever mm-hmm. their football team. At any point, your your franchise could become that team in 60 years. They're like ah, Denver Broncos been rebuilding since 2000. What was it 15? Yeah, 2015. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that is it for Cover Zero this Christmas weekend. We now return to your
1: regularly scheduled scheduled podcast. That a baby, KCC. He, you don't, you don't need that much time. He can arrive to be occasion. <laughs> I appreciate mm-hmm. it. I yeah, that was a noticed. very smooth <laughs> segment there, with, with ending with two non jokes.
2: <laughs>
0: just words, just sentences. He goes, he goes <laughs> I like. He goes, those are just words. He says, <laughs> Yeah. You guys yeah. are both pausing for punchlines. No, just. Just information, mm-hmm.
1: guys. <laughs> Just information. Well, speaking of information, Stephen, do you have any weekend takeaways? I know you always got some some interesting little tidbits that can help us with what we do next week in our championship games. Those of us that made it, made it there. Uh, what do you got for weekend takeaways?
2: No, Jesse, I don't know if you know, but it was Christmas yesterday,
0: so <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't got anything. Did you hear? Did, night, you hear night, night, <laughs> did you hear him over there, ladies and gentlemen? Did you hear him over there, Stephen? You know those of us who <laughs> are in championship games.
2: <laughs> no, I did hear
0: that. Yeah, and you know why he is
2: because he's been taking a lot of this advice I've been given. Yeah. And w- would it be would it be horrible if I stopped giving it this week? Case? Wouldn't yeah. it be horrible?
0: <laughs> that would be pretty bad. All right, Jesse. I do.
2: I do have some takeaways. For All you, right, Jesse. let's do it. Nuggets. All right. So Ramondre Stevenson. kind of let people down this week. He had one and a half fantasy points Mm -hmm. against a tough Bengals defense. So people are probably thinking that maybe escaped uh, with a victory, even if they started him might be a little bit nervous. Well, I got some good news. He played on 91% of the offensive snaps had 18 opportunities and he gets a beatable Miami defense this week. So again, let's just chalk it up to a bad game. He's still the 91% snap share was the third highest of the season for him. So I think he'd have a bounce back this week. Um, Minnesota Vikings, Kirk cousins over the past five weeks leads the NFL with 13 touchdown passes. He has been on fire this week. So probably continue to fire him up. Uh, Kansas city running back, Jarek McKinnon, Kansas city chiefs running back. Jarek McKinnon has six touchdowns over the last four games. And 23 receptions for 248 yards. So we might think eh, that six touchdowns over the last four games, not very touchdown dependent, probably not, or pr- not, not very repeatable. So I was going to say, but the 23 receptions for 248 yards, that is the key stat for me there. It's a high powered offense. I'd continue to start him. Um, Justin Jefferson. He has at least 11 receptions in his past three games, Jeez. 10 more than, over that, over the last, sorry, over the last five games, he has ten more receptions than any other wide receiver. He's just been getting volume like crazy and delivering on that. No shocker, he's the wide receiver one this year. <laughs> um, Leonard Fournette this past week led all running backs in opportunities. He touched the football thirty times against Arizona. Um, so, looks like Leonard Fournette's back. The those running backs get targeted so much that it's hard. It's hard to bench them in any league. Um, Cam Akers, we talked about the Rams against the Broncos. Uh, he had 25 opportunities and three touchdowns against the Denver Broncos on his way to a 34-point 34, 34 point day. Next week, he gets the Chargers, who are pretty beatable defense, so he's in play next week. Um, Travis Etienne had 25 opportunities. Again, he's been a little bit up and down, but the volume is there, so I would continue to start Travis Etienne. Brian Robinson and Tyler Algier both had twenty three opportunities yesterday or this past weekend. So I think both of those guys could be in play this week. The Detroit Lions um, gave up three hundred sorry. The Carolina Panthers had three hundred and twenty rushing yards versus a stout Lions defense. They are averaging thirty five rushing attempts over their past three games. So remember we talked about the Atlanta Falcons being so run heavy earlier this year they still are but the panthers have really become the run heavy team over the past like month of the season um just speaking on that game detroit hadn't allowed a running back to gain more than 83 rushing yards since week five just want to remind people (laughs) how stout they had been against the running back position and then they gave up those god-awful stats to the panthers this past weekend um Devonta Smith's having a really good season. I think people probably know that, but he has at least 17 fantasy points in four straight games. He has five more targets, two more receptions, one more touchdown, and just 14 fewer re- receptions, or sorry, receiving yards than A.J. Brown over their last seven games. So they basically are the same guy. <laughs> he's, he's been amazing. Both of them have been alpha-wide receivers. Um, and then my final one, T.J. Hawkinson. Since being traded to the Minnesota Vikings, he had his second 36-point or higher game this year. Earlier against Seattle in Week 4, he had a 40-point game when he was still with the Detroit Lions. He has 73 targets since joining the Vikings in Week 9, second only to Travis Kelsey, and 19 more than the number 3 tight end of with targets over that span. Um, he has the second most fantasy points over that span as well. So, TJ Hawkinson has become basically an unbenchable tight end. He did have a dud, which I did call last week, but for the most part, he's been the second best tight end in football since being traded to the Vikings. So continue to start him with confidence. Dang. And that's it. Those are some of our takeaways going into week 17. Well, obviously Jesse, you and I will have more to talk about on Thursday. um, As far as who you guys should be starting and, and who we think you should sit. But, but yeah, that kind of does a wrap for takeaways from this past week.
1: All right. Love it, man. Thanks for that. Um, I am gonna jump in now and do my Debbie rookie watch update for the week instead of doing a separate podcast because there's not a ton of information, but I wanna throw a couple things out. Is that cool with you guys? Oh yeah. Yeah,
2: any 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 Dion Sanders with the recent
1: 17 below temperatures is, is he still staying with us we haven't lost him yet oh, my God. i think i'm I hoping th- somebody told him that that's the coldest it's been in 32 years that mother nature had <laughs> they had
2: me worried there it was we like reciting all
1: these all these uh
2: high school recruits these top-rated recruits and then that weather front came in i was like oh no, no <laughs> don't you I mean, ruin
1: this for us see <laughs> you football is a top 10 news item right now um yes. just with what he's doing on the recruiting trail um, in the transfer portal, they have transfer portal rankings now, which I didn't even kind of oh, realize because cool. it's this hasn't happened really before. CU's third in the nation oh in transfer portal ratings, so wow. that that's kind of unbelievable. A big part of that is Travis Hunter, the number one player in the transfer portal. He was the number one overall player, um, couple you know, couple cycles ago. He went to Jackson State and kind of shocked the world. He's a cornerback slash wide receiver. He'll probably end up playing corner in the NFL. Um, he's transferring to CU. So we got the top transfer in the portal. And then with Shador Sanders, his his son coming over, who is currently ranked. Uh, let me see here. He's, he's like in the top. He's 24. The number 24 player in the portal out of thousands of players. Um, having him also come over is huge. And uh it doesn't stop there it's been there's been lots of guys and and then also freshmen freshman recruits that he's been picking up. so that is a news item. We're holding on to him so far, <laughs> even with the cold <laughs> weather. Um, the other thing I want to talk about Mike leach did end up passing we we mentioned that he had that massive heart attack. There's been a, a bunch of really cool tributes and things going on to him. Um, the college football podcast I listened to did an entire episode where they just talked about his impact on the game of, uh, football altogether. Even, you know, we have an NFL coach right now. He might get canned soon, but he is a, <laughs> a Mike Leach disciple. Um, so the fact that Cliff Kingsbury made it all the way up to the NFL and is, and is running Mike Leach's system, the air raid, and just how that, that system has kind of permeated all throughout everything. And then it's been cool to watch all these coaches in like bowl games and stuff. Um, you know, wearing pirate shirts or something like that to kind of pay tribute to him. So um, that was really sad, but it's, it's been cool to watch the college football world, you know, pay tribute to him. So yeah, you know, for sure. Um, the other ones that were interesting, um, Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr., who are two quarterbacks that we've been chatting about on our you know weekly updates, they both decided to return to school, which oh, wow. is actually pretty rare in this day and age. So and, um, both of them are making use of that 2020. They just gave him a free year. So yeah. they're both going to play their sixth year. Uh, well, no, Bo next, I guess it's only going to be his fifth year, but he's played four seasons. So he's going to end up playing a fifth season. Uh, I think Michael Penix is going to be his sixth season of college football. And, um, I saw Penix junior mocked really high. So that one was maybe even a little more surprising, but, uh, so Oregon and Washington Huskies are both getting back their quarterbacks. So that's pretty now, big. Do you think, do you think
2: Jesse, part of the Bo Nix thing is he, people would still be questioning him. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I need, I just need one more year. Like I had this year to, to kind of change people's opinion on me.
1: I think so. The other thing, my other takeaway from it is I want to visit Eugene cause there's something in the water or in the air up there because, um, our boy who plays for the chargers, he went back when nobody thought he was going to mm-hmm. go back Too, I think that, yeah. I think it's a cool experience with the whole Nike thing surrounding you up there. Um, you know, why not have another year, especially with NIL, I'm sure he's making money as it is. So, yeah. Um, That's so yeah, true. I thought it was cool. I, I do think that he could prove himself a little more pen junior boy. He had, I mean, he like led the nation in passing. So it was kind of, and I, I think that one was a lot more surprising when you're seeing a guy mocked in like up in the first or second round, um, almost 100% of the time they go, but Justin Herbert came back, like I said, so maybe it'll work out for Penix as well.
0: Do you think any of this has to do with NIL money and
1: maybe them raking in quite a bit
0: while they're at college?
1: I, I wonder about it because of those two names and kind of where they're located and the brand that they're a part of. Um, And they're not. Neither of them are going to be, you know, top ten pit. Like they don't really know where they would go. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's quality of life too. I think those are cool places. They're treating their kids right. I think that's why you do that. Is you hope something like that will happen. So, Mm
2: -hmm. well, and and if if it's all, let's just say it's all equal. Let's just pretend Bo Nix ends up going in the fourth round this year. Right. And next year he ends up going in the fourth round, and it doesn't make a difference.
1: Why not make some some money and sure. have that experience at least one more year. Yeah. Cause he might have kind of a ceiling. It's almost like real estate, right? You live in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't see him jumping too much higher. He had a great season as well, but um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But I, I found so that interesting that they chose to to stay. You're,
0: you're saying he doesn't have a mountain view. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. No ocean
2: yeah.
1: view. He's right kind of like, my, he's kind of like the first house I flipped where it's, you know, all my neighbors had, didn't mow their lawn and just had cars parked and I'm looking around the neighborhood going I don't think I can flip much more out of this. House. Yeah, <laughs> and you the the Bonix
2: yard like everybody can see into your yard, you yeah. know. Yeah. There's no privacy.
1: Yeah. I love him as a player. I think it's super fun. So I I'd prefer it, you know, cuz it's like give me another year of that in college football and I think Oregon's going to be very good. So I think that's kind of a fun one. Um, bowl oh, the games, bones,
0: The bones of the Bo Nicks house are, are oh, really yeah. good.
1: That's just like, <laughs> that's like the one I had. The, the house I was in was great. It's just the neighborhood. Yeah, you're kind of a little worried about. Um, bowl games have been really fun, but they're fun mostly for nerds like me. We haven't gotten to really the, the serious games yet, honestly. Um, it was cool to see Air Force uh, beat Baylor. They upset Baylor in the Armed Ooh. Forces Bowl. Um, so that was pretty cool. I was excited about that one on a personal level and yeah, but the rest of them, you know, these are mostly G five teams at this point. Haven't really, there's not a lot of players that I could point to as like, Oh, this guy's going to be the next this. Um, But we do have some huge games coming up this next week. Um, I will say Sam Hartman, the quarterback from wake forest played really well in wake forest one. And I am curious. I think he's another one of those guys that like could go back to college for his eighth year or, uh, (laughs) or, or, be drafted in the NFL. (laughs) So it's going to be really curious to see what he does. But other than that, not a ton, Um, but we do have, we start getting into the power five schools now and some, some bigger games. Uh, A pretty huge one is Wednesday, December 28th on Fox, the San Diego credit union holiday bowl is Oregon and North Carolina and both their quarterbacks and a lot of their really great players are actually playing in that game, which you don't always see. So uh, if you are going to catch like one bowl game over the next week, um, I would look at that one. You've got nine and three Oregon and nine and four North Carolina. Drake May um, has come out and said that he will not en- enter the portal. There were people saying, um, this is kind of <laughs> the other NIL thing that's interesting. I don't. You guys probably haven't heard about any of this stuff, but there's just these like this tampering thing now where all these coaches are just posting about tell your coaches to quit calling Mike and recruiting my starting quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. um, Mac Brown, you know, he's at North Carolina now. And he made a post about that. Like, I'm not going to tell you who it was, but people are trying to get my true sophomore quarter. Cause he can't go to the NFL. He's a, he's a true sophomore, but he, you know, finished top 10 in the Heisman and people think he's going to be a first round draft pick. So just imagine the schools that are reaching out to him, right. Mm-hmm. And trying, yeah. and he's like, uh, so it was cool for him to kind of be like, "No, I owe it to this school to to finish my career and and play here." And then, and then, like I said, Bo Nix also choosing to stay. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. So they're both playing in that bowl game. Um, that's one you could check out. And could then, you go
0: ahead and uh, just just repeat the name of that bowl game in case people missed it?
1: Yeah, that is the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. <laughs> it's always a, it's always some kind of credit union or something. Jacob? It's like tax tax act Texas Bowl. It's like these people have no. money or something.
0: I love I love how it's not it's not San Diego. It's San Diego County credit. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> who knows where that even is? Hey,
0: I don't
2: think Jacob listens to our podcast. He he works you know for us, but I don't think I asked him to look up into what the cost is for a bowl game, and he, he hasn't he even
1: yeah. he hasn't even brought it up to me. He's obviously <laughs> not listening. No. Uh, I'm 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 waiting. Jacob we yeah. patiently waiting. maybe he doesn't he doesn't listen to the Devi, but i i slid, slid it a in. now that you
2: now that you uh, hammered this one into the regular podcast maybe that's he'll right. catch it that's right
1: uh, yeah. i'll just mention two other names devin leary who could be a first round quarterback uh he decided to transfer con- to kentucky so i think he liked seeing the development of will levis and um he's transferring from nc state to kentucky and he's a He's a quarterback. We're going to need to keep an eye on. And then I, I don't think DJU. I mean, I guess you never know what could happen with a guy's career. I think, uh, Spencer Rattler, it would be really interesting. It's that's another one. It's going to be really interesting to see if he tries to get one more year out of college or if he, he thinks he can go pro. I don't know what's going to happen there, but DJ in kind of the same position where five-star blue chip mentioned as a first rounder. And then, uh, now got beaten out by a true freshman he's going to transfer to Oregon State from Clemson which is actually a super prudent transfer they are one of those teams that are like a quarterback away from being really good um the Beavers Mm. have been like steadily getting better on in like kind of all phases of the game so I love the position for him um but yeah those are two two guys that have been you know highly highly recruited highly regarded Talked about in the upper rounds of the the draft, so just knowing that Leary is heading to Kentucky, DJU to Oregon State could be uh, worth noting. Gotcha, gotcha. DJU
2: sounds like uh college where you'd go to learn how to spin records. That's right. That's right. Bit of <laughs> a dad joke there
1: at the end. <laughs>
2: <let's> DJU. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was trying. to... I, I there's so much weight that Casey gave on my shoulders for this podcast with his lack of uh, preparation. So I'm just trying to try to make one of the, you know these last couple of podcasts during the regular season, you know, be entertaining and you hey, know, uh, doesn't always hit, Jesse.
0: That uh, DJU sounds like a place uh, <laughs> DJ might go to school.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, you know that is one of my favorite uh just instagram things that keeps popping i don't even think i'm following it but somehow it keeps popping up and it's just two guys like sitting on a dock oh, and they're yeah. drinking coffee have you seen those before and they're just yeah you're just saying dad jokes you know i love those, mm-hmm. those i'm gonna find that doc <laughs> it's awesome yeah the, the the dad joke doc one of the dad jokes um He's sitting there. He's all calm. He's go. He goes. You know, my uh, my penis is in the Guinness Book of World Records. And then the librarian told me to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I
0: think you meant to say was.
1: Oh, like not currently. <laughs> right. Dang, I was so close.
2: So that close.
1: <laughs> this, is why, this is why I leave it to Casey to tell the jokes. You know? you I
0: leave just, it to me to mess up the punchline. That's right. <laughs> None of this is. This is all getting edited out
2: anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> you can start with my DJU joke, Jesse. You can okay.
1: start okay. there when you go to cut from this. But <laughs> I got to be careful because I want Jake to hear about our bowl game, so I don't want to mess True. it up. You know, I'm like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta make sure that's in there. All right, guys. Well, that's really all we have for tonight. Um, uh, make sure you tune in on Thursday. Stephen and I will get on, we'll do our 11th hour start. So it's see, see, Stephen. It's 11th hour. 11th hour. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> 11th hour. Yeah. I'm right. If if I got my notepad 12th hour. It's already passed. You know what?
2: <laughs> I've got my notepad that I put out here week one. It has nothing written on it. <laughs> so I'm going to write the first note. Uh, Eleventh hour. There we go. You know what?
0: I have mine right here, and it has one line on here from from I think the first episode. It says "Devy Thoughts" by Jesse Preston. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I'm glad you put that to use. Uh, let's see what's what's on mine. Actually, this is kind of fun to look at. Mine says Dalton, Tannehill, Ritter, Ryan, Huntley, Purdy, or White. I'm guessing that was me trying to figure out which crappy quarterback <laughs> to pick yeah. up after all mine were injured. And then I just wrote here, Casey. I wrote flag story. And Casey, I know you've been busy, so may, you might have missed the uh, a very long – we went very long on the um, – uh, but we were on the uh, Flex last the week. The two-hour two, two hour podcast. Yeah, no, it wasn't quite <laughs> two hours, but it was like we're trying to get like a 45, 50-minute thing, and it was like an hour and 25 minutes. I was like, Ooh. oh, man. But Ooh. part of it was uh, we had so much weather stuff going on. But I made, I made Stephen tell the flag football story about when they said we couldn't wear – Uh, shorts oh yeah and he he had to roll out in his black tights for the championship flag football game and then balled out just balled out yeah, literally (laughs) secretly (laughs) oh man Uh,
2: yeah that's when i walked away from the game
1: after that just retired on top you know yeah yeah. Well, if you are a first timer, make sure you check out our other podcasts. Like I said, uh, we've been putting out three a week. We're going to probably pull back on the devi now. And we will, since a lot of that information is going to become our normal weekly content as we talk about the draft and all these draft eligible players. Um, so we'll start getting into that maybe even as soon as next week, considering that our fantasy seasons are kind of wrapping up. Um, but I do think that the flex will be really important. I know that I'll be listening to well, listen, I keep saying listening, but you know, I'm actually here participating. I'll be participating in it, but but listen, you, you actually make lineup decisions while we're talking. Oh, yeah, no, so. I've done it, I did it tonight. I just, yeah, you guys, if you're wondering why I'm looking down, it's because Mike White was just claimed off of waivers. So, oh, no, <laughs> mm. oh no, but uh, yeah, for Stephen Casey and myself, thanks for joining us. Uh, we always have fun doing this and, and giving each other a hard time. Uh, make sure you refer a friend, that's the best way to help us out. And then we are sponsored by underdogfantasy.com. If you go there or download the app, you can sign up with promo code guide dog and help out the podcast. All right, guys. Uh, Steven, I'll catch you on Thursday. Casey, if you're not too busy, we always welcome you. All right, buddy.
0: <laughs> that sounds good. And hey, for all the haters on Steven, Happy New Year, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll just get ahead on this. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, way to go, man. Merry Christmas, he would just say every time. Yeah. That, that was good, though. I bet you kept some of them as followers because you were just like, Merry Christmas.
2: You know, the response was actually pretty good for most of them. But the the response back was Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It defused it pretty quickly. Nice.